what are those fear killers? And it's, you know, as we're talking about fear, what is it that's going to actually help us um, fight this both prehistoric and learned fears? So I'm going to put it back to you, Bob, in that what do you feel are the fa- uh, fear uh, uh, killers? Really interesting thing about fear is if you don't kill it, if you don't battle it, then it just keeps coming up. So if you have a if you have a fear of loneliness, or if you have anxiety about money, or fear of of not having enough money, then what happens is that becomes a normal part of of your your life, your week, your day, your week, your month as you go through, right? So if you, you have those fears when you're very young, let's say in your early twenties, and you don't kill them, you don't deal with those fears, then they just become part of your life and they, they constantly are bothering you. You're constantly having to deal with the physical physiological um, results of fear, like upset stomach, uh, headaches, you know, physical things that happen as a result of too much worry, too much anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. So killing them or dealing with the fears is, is really important part of, the, of a, a human being growing up and maturing. So that's what I've noticed over my life is that is to identify your fears is a critical component. Like what are my major fears? What, is, what, are, what are the things that happened in my childhood? What are the things that I've experienced when I was quite young that are with me as a young adult, are with me as a, as a maturing person, right? As we, we take them into the marriage, we take, take them into the um, being a father, we take them into being a business person, and we live with those things. So the sooner we can identify them, uh, the sooner that we can isolate them and then deal with them. And you'd call them kill it, right? So how, how do we kill, kill it? Uh, so there's a bit of uncommon truth here is that the number one way that you kill the fear is you identify it and then you um, overcome it. And so a lot of studies show that by exposing ourselves to the fear and then working around the fear and taking action on the fear is probably the most effective way to deal with it long-term. I'll give you an example about um, when I was young, I was taught um, that money was a, um, a, a thing that had to be strictly controlled. There was a limited amount of it. And uh, realized that that wasn't the case, that in fact, money was a great resource and a great tool, but there was no real, real reason to fear lack of money as there's lots of it in the world and continues to be growing exponentially. So by becoming exposed to money, by understanding that that, is a, that was a fear of mine, I could take action. So you take action, many actions. One of them is just automatically saving money. So every time you get a check, every time you get any money in, you put a certain amount of money away, 10%, 15%, just of that goes away. And then over time, of course, you've got money saved up. So it's, it's, it's um, difficult to fear money, fear shortages of money when you have money. <laughs> so well kill, said. Well kill said. that fear. Kill that fear. So I would say then, from what I just heard uh, you say, Let's deal with uh, fear as um, an acronym, as we already did, but the killers of fear is an acronym as well, because I am 
need things to help me remember these things. So when I'm in a state of fear or wanting to do it, F stands for me, faith, or another word, focus. So whatever we focus on, we make room for. Whatever we focus on, we find, it grows, and eventually we become it. And we will feel that, that fear. So I think F, uh, based on what you've just said, the truth is, is that the killer of, of fear, the first one, is faith. To step forward, to try to embrace the fear, which is really a vapor in most cases. And as soon as you reach out to grab that hologram, it's gone. It's, it's just a vapor. It disappears. So, um, yeah, I think that's a great um, summary of what you just said, is that we just really got to have that faith and that focus to step forward and to take, I can't do something and put it on our must do thing that we believe in ourselves and that we have faith in ourselves, faith in others. And then we have the focus, that discipline to address it and move forward towards it. If as soon as we step back from it, we've given power to it and given it control in our lives. Yeah, so yeah. that's my encouragement is that we really uh, take it. I don't care what it is, whether it's, uh, a relationship and a hard discussion needs to be had with a ch child, with a, a parent, with a, 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 a spouse, uh, uh, an employee, a colleague. There's times when we just have a fear of what they think or what uh, their response would be. We want to avoid conflict. I know I do. Uh, but sometimes the right thing is to step forward and to, as lovingly as we can, be truthful and, and direct about that conversation and when we focus on it do it in right. a respectful way then that faith by stepping forward kills that fear yeah so hey that oh sorry continue no go no go ahead i was going to say that yeah you, by focusing on, on by, by focus by having focus right and having faith what what you're doing is you're um you're battling it you're 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 battling the fear you're you're in, in effect pushing the fear down, removing the fear, uh, depending on how much focus you have and how much faith you have. And interestingly enough, because it's a human condition, uh, a human mental condition has been with us since the dawn of time, all the great religions of the worlds have dealt with this fear thing because it's a human condition. And there's a great lesson in the many lessons of the Bible. So um, we have uh, in the Bible, uh, the phrase fear not, is used 80 times at least 80 times in the bible because yeah fear fear itself bob just to support you on that point is actually talked about over 600 times but the uh -huh. word and the phrase of fear not alone okay is 80, is 80 that's right and why is it that much and the answer is one of the great human conditions uh for any human to have is that is the feeling of hope the feeling of there's something in my future that I can do, that I can make my life better. I can change my circumstance. I can alter my current reality into something, into something better. That's the feeling of hope. And fear crushes hope. Fear does not let hope in. So uh, by us having faith, uh, we have the, the ability to push fear aside, push fear aside, bring hope forward. Well said, so well said. You know, and specifically, I have a, um, 
you know, as you as you talk, many people have different beliefs and 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 views, whether it be, uh, you know, in religion and in the spiritual uh, topic. But for me, I use God, uh, another acronym I love, but God to me stands for the giver of our destiny. Giver of our destiny. It's not a negative thing of a big guy sitting over there. It's a book of helps. Help to help us live wisely. So, and what you just said, talked about hope. Hope is huge. It actually is energy itself. It's a driving force. It's an energy that moves us forward, that, that we have a hope that things will be better, that we will grow. And that leads to enthusiasm. So our F for faith and focus, will help drive our hope, which is our energy and our enthusiasm. These are faith killers. And um, mm -hmm. that energy ultimately leads to A, which is our attitude. What is the belief or the meaning we have around the fear? Let's talk a little bit about that now. So we're in fear, whatever it might be. How important, Bob, do you feel our choice over our attitude is? That's a great, you know, these are, that's a big issue with a person that, let's say a person hasn't worked in a career that they've really, really enjoyed. Maybe they're in their thirties and they've, they've gone through several careers and, and they've really never enjoyed a career. They don't, they don't enjoy getting up in the morning. They don't enjoy going to work. Um, and they're wondering like, what, what, what's my future? What's my passion? What, am I supposed to be doing and each day they go to work and there's no enthusiasm very little enthusiasm very little um, excitement very little um, energy and over time of course that even probably diminishes in that specific situation so there's actually a, um, a, a saying uh, called the serenity prayer this has been around for a long time and it says God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And this would be a this would be a good example about attitude. So, um, in my in my estimation, to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can. So the attitude in that particular situation that I was talking about would be. I would wake up in the morning and go, I'm not excited about going to work. My energy level is very low. I've got all these talents and skills and abilities I'm not using, but I don't know which direction to go into. I don't know, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what my passion is. So thus the, the attitude would be, well, it's time for exploration. It's time for research. It's time for me to make the decision that I can change my career. I can change my job. I just have to have the courage to change that job and i that's that's a, a that's a mental shift it's a mental construct of um, instead of being trapped in the job to pay off the debts to pay off the mortgage to feed myself it's it's giving yourself permission to and the hope the permission to hope and the permission to use your 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 talents and your skills to find the thing, 
that you really want to get up for in the morning, to find your purpose, to find your mission. And, and then start on that journey, start on that big adventure of finding the thing that's perfect for you. Wow, brother, that was, that's well said. So, you know, you've just, I, I just had a little epiphany from you. Thanks for that. And that is that, you know, we're talking about attitude, but really the big word is acceptance. The A word is acceptance of the moment, acceptance of the circumstance, because once you accept it, we move right into the ability and the empowerment that we can respond. We can research and change the response or choose the response, which really goes to what rituals or reaction or response can I do to this fear to make mm -hmm. it go away? So mm -hmm. that is really about change. So. I think just to summarize it, the fear killers, and this is amazing because it leads right into the, the next question of how do we predict our future? So let's recap it. Fear. To kill fear, you must have faith in yourself and your ability to overcome it and then focus. Focus. That leads that focus on hope and that there is an ability, that energy, that positive energy, to be enthusiastic and to embrace and then accept it as it is. It's okay, you're afraid. So the minute that you accept that, you now have a choice in your attitude. That attitude is surrounding your beliefs and your meanings on it. From that attitude, we actually take action. And we choose to research and then respond from truth. Thank you for listening today. We welcome you to visit us at www.theuncommontruth.life and find The Uncommon Truth on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Until next time, God bless.